0: pain soccer champions league is back in action we're in full swing i mean it should be an international break around the corner but an international break not to go play football but a winter break but hey we're pl fans so you know we ain't got that around so uh marcus anthony Ephraim, how you guys doing man what's up y'all another week in the football world
1: and I'm feeling good, Dan Marcus. The title race is on. Oh. We're back, baby. City pool, yes, sir. I mean, city city pool Arsenal. Hmm. C- city city R pool. City R pool. Yeah, something like that.
2: Aston Villa too. They only two point, uh, one point yeah, behind. They are there. Get that. Name the top four. Uh, hey, what's
3: City
1: R there? pool yeah. Villa?
3: Yeah, yeah
1: what well, Pep was trying to tell Darwin. Pep said nothing happened. Oh, we don't. Okay. We don't even read that our altercation. Hey, he wanted, <laughs> hey,
3: Darwin wanted that smoke, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Klopp Klop tried. Was I'm probably speaking every language, but Uruguayan to be like, "Yo, stop!" You know, what I'm saying he tried to calm he, that man down. He, but it, man. he put his hand worked. on
3: that bad
1: mouth, bro. Yeah, <laughs> he wanted him to stop, hey, man. <laughs> Hey, because he already knew. Oh, you want them to run off on a 15-game win streak? Okay. I've had to do that before.
0: And when I had to close somebody's mouth, that brother was about to tell on himself he wanted to go to jail.
1: (laughs) I said, hey, man, you got to shut up.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, you ain't lying, guys. Darwin Nunes was definitely saying something hot. But I think you agitated the beast already, Nunes. But, hey, let's get right into it. Manchester City won, Liverpool won. It was a very interesting match. Nice tactical back and forth. I I wasn't feeling the double pivot idea that, you know, Liverpool will continue to do with Alexis McAllister. But hey, it didn't bite them in the end because Trent Alexander-Arnold scored a spectacular goal to tie the match. Uh, What did you guys think about the, you know, result overall, the tactics used? Because City-Liverpool is always an interesting battle. We already know Jorgen Klopp is the most successful manager in getting results against Pep Guardiola. He got another result on the weekend. So how did you feel about it, Marcus, to start it off? Uh, I I first want to
3: get my shots off on you because because you was hating on my bed, Phil, saying was getting friend. when when I think so. let me look, let's pull up the stats real quick. Did we have more shots in them?
0: Uh let's, yeah, I don't know. I know by let's see. No, they had twice as much shots and 60% possession. 91% pass accuracy compared to you guys, so, 81
3: So I'll go ahead and get my shit off, man. Cause going you know, gonna they they like I said in the game, they putting this narrative about bruh. I'm sorry. Jeremy Doku, Anthony Gordon, I see no fucking difference, bro. Out of, all, out of all these chances, 15, 45, 50, 52nd, 64, 78, and 96 really don't count because it's not even Trent. Only two of these, three of these chances is worth something. And one of them was a ricochet. The boy in product is nothing. All you, we, we know them type of dudes. They jicky job ass dudes. They just dribble nice. I've seen that before. I'm not spooked to that. So these dudes keep talking about some, man, Trent having a horrible day. 79th minute he
0: scored. Yeah, that, do what need? does that have to do with his defensive? work rate though you that's know not a
3: his, lot of
0: times but you but y'all be putting hey, hey. putting
3: regular right back responsibilities on the dude that's not playing that role
1: i have a stat can i please say it according to whoscore.com trent alexander arnold was dribbled past seven times in liverpool's 1v1 draw at Manchester City on Saturday, a record in a Premier League match this season. But I Doku
3: told you, I told Doku you in the that beginning of that I don't count that as cooking because it's fun. It's the way how the system is. It just funneled them into Matty. and Matty got his also, ass out of the way.
1: Doku clocked in an eight point eight match rating, and I was gonna, I'm gonna go into who was really at fault. It was, it was Alvarez. Alvarez didn't yeah, find the finished final product. I don't it wasn't. It Google, wasn't Doku.
3: Doku. I I said it's that. not
1: okay. I got. I. I want. We gonna bring this back up when Claytis gets on because we was talking about in the soccer chat how the overall sport has evolved and there's no style anymore. And here we're seeing somebody who's actually amazing. City fans and Pep showing. Hey, let me play with style because I don't know any other way and it actually works. Doku is 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 nice. The difference and between
3: he, him and Mares was Mares gave me an end product. Doku stats is not going to be double-digit goals. That's but what my weakens do. Mo Salah yeah. got 10 goals already in this amount of games. It's but levels. Mo Salah
1: doesn't have Holland in front of him or Alvarez. <laughs> that, it's
0: levels. Thing.
1: That's the thing. Marez didn't either. Mahrez, that's need, why Marez had the he score. Don't
3: need, he don't need Holland because and, he going doesn't make goals. Instead of Foden going quiet on fucking a, a fucking backup left back. There's other niggas that get gold. Like, it's mad funny I think he's keep trying to talk shit, trying to say that niggas is just looking good. We parked the bus. Like, we parked the bus and attacked at a certain point. Like, so was so out there making people look foolish, making AK look foolish. Like, it's mad funny to me, though.
1: The announcers the announcer said McAllister Mac- was punching his face after one, like, foul because he was and frustrated. The, and,
3: and the, and the goal came off of McAllister Linka. To Ryan Gravenberg.
1: And, and by the
0: end of the match, Klopp subbed off your whole midfield. So, obviously,
1: they
3: didn't... played, no, And that, that, no. they mentioned Trent no, Alexander Arna on on,
1: on, on. asking for then, help.
3: The <laughs> answer, then, what I just told you, the, the system is the funnel. He, all it is is just to play the nigga back into depression. They want you, they wanted Doku to come inside. He's not going to shoot. That's why freaking mm. Silva cussed him out. And if, you're trying to made, say, if city took advantage off, of their chances, then that fundling wouldn't
0: my, have worked. But you know, hey, my they, they, dudes they, got they,
3: subbed off because they played in the international break. They just had played two days before.
0: City, city all of them play. niggas played on international break. Well, what you, you talking about? The half them niggas starters. Half them niggas was injured. Half
3: them niggas at home injured. What now you only mean? only
0: Holland was the one that skipped. Bro, out. said three.
3: They said it before the match. Three of them niggas was at home.
0: Who were the three that were at home? I mean, I can't ring them off because I didn't freaking I, ain't, I ain't ran it down. Ederson played, Aki played, Diaz played. Maybe Kyle Walker told Southgate yeah, I'm chilling. Rodri played, Akanji played, Bernardo played, Doku played. All these niggas played for their country. I saw Alvarez playing against Brazil and City. You know, Pep, he's a sicko. Sometimes he won't make any subs like this weekend. He didn't make any subs. He was just like, nope, you niggas. Should have won. I didn't need to make any subs to play this game to win.
3: Nah, that boy was sick. That boy was sick on that sideline. He was Before sick. That go- Before the goal came, that boy was sick. And then he was over there fucking crying when the goddamn goal came. Because he knew we had we was going to get the next
0: one. Because this is what we have here. Liverpool have avoided defeat in 10 of their last 11 Premier League games in which they've fallen behind. So y'all are the come from behind kings (laughs) pause so hey (laughs) y'all that's a nice thing to have but hey y'all know that's a tricky thing there's teams that are the best in clutch situations one year then the next year they're terrible so hey this is y'all year and now we have a Uh, title race so do you guys think this title race is legit or is it false hope like last year when Arsenal acted like they wanted to win the league and then they choked at the end.
2: I think that's kind of hard to say. I mean, cause we thought Arsenal was legit last year until the end. So I think, yeah, I think it's legit until it's not. Um, I, I think that's the best way to handle it right now is cause you got three teams probably more realistic than, than, than Aston Villa. Let's be honest. I mean, I, I'm not going to say Aston Villa can't hang around a little bit, but by the end of the season, I don't see Aston Villa, like, being that close to the top. Like, if they're in the fourth spot, it ain't going to be by, like, two or three points. Uh, mm. But, um, yeah, I, I think just, it is what it is until until we get near the end. I think let's just ride it out. I think it's good that it's more than the one in a one or two-team race. Uh, I think it, this three-team race that it is right now, I think it's going to be exciting for the rest of the season. Uh, a lot of stuff still going on. Uh, a lot of teams still got to play each other, so that will be some positioning. So yeah I think it it's it's intriguing until it's not. That's how I feel about it.
0: Anthony are you threatened by Arsenal, Liverpool, Ashton Villa, I mean even Tottenham's 4 points from the top uh do you think this is a legit title race?
1: <laughs> I wouldn't say threatened, more thrilled. Um I'm glad the league's open like this. It's about to be a Nice rest of the season. Remember we was down we was down 2-0 against uh Aston Villa what 2 years ago I believe came back 3-2 final day. So we can take this all the way to the end, man. So <laughs> not sweating it. But I am excited. Happy. I'm happy Liverpool's in it happy arsenals in it happy other teams even even united can can make a run later Dang, on if man. other teams fall off so i'm real talk man gotta give gotta shout those guys out you know because you know they're excited them guys
0: can't even get a draw this is this is why <laughs> they're mixed if they took a couple of their l's in the draws then yeah then the title race too but uh yeah i don't think this is a real title race i think it's fun for the early part of the season i'm still hesitant to say the other guys are there because no one else has the depth that city has so it's tough you guys can lose kevin de bruyne and not lose a step for the most part so and like i mentioned a few days ago there's still guys around there that hey they might play a part later in the season like matthias nunez You know, Pep likes to do these stunts to, like I mentioned, he didn't make any subs. And a part of that probably has to do with, even though you guys have a lot of depth, the roster isn't the deepest because, you know, when you have all these players, you don't want to have a roster like Chelsea where there's like 30 guys (laughs) trying to get in the team. So this weekend – City plays Tottenham. That's going to be a hot match. So uh, I think Tottenham will have, you know, the confidence. But y'all know how they play, so they might get wiped. But, you know, I don't believe in Arsenal. Shout out to Declan Rice for saving us on the weekend. But looking at it, I think Liverpool will push you guys for, you know, a while. And they'll be the real... Threat, but I think, yeah, I still got City in the end. But of course, Marcus, you got to believe in your squad. I'm sure you see something that you can put your hat on and say, hey, man, we can win this league. So, what would you say are the things that you guys can improve on from this positive result against City to continue to push for this league title?
3: Honestly, it wasn't a positive result. I'm with Trent. That was a shit performance. We had the game. The Harwin-Nunek score in the beginning of the game It's a different tone. It's a lot of shit that get missed. <clears throat> if Darwin can improve, that would be a big positive. I mean, because Afcon is, in gen- is what, January. So, unless Mo Salah get put out within the first month, um, we're going to have to – somebody going to have to step up in that sense. But I do think that uh, Diaz coming back, all the dudes like that coming back in the front, Cody Gakpo, I think that'll help, but I think in January we gotta buy a midfielder. If that doesn't happen, then um, I don't know, because then it's it's more so about like the depth of our health. Because like if we play in Europa League, he's still gonna play like Endo and niggas like that. But if we get if we go deep in the Europa League, shit, you gotta put you gonna have to start putting in starters. So it all depends. We don't really have the depth in that sense. I would think Arsenal should have more players, but a lot of their players are hurt also. Um, but it's a lot of chinks in City Armor right now. Unless they just go on a crazy run, it, it, everybody's scoring on them. Like you let Chelsea score on you, dudes that don't score, you let, uh, who was that? You let Didn't they already play Spurs? But they play somebody low and they they ain't going to let them score. So it's just kind of weird in a sense this year. For sure,
0: for sure. Now, I want to go through this real quick because, you know, there's been a lot of hoopla surrounding Mikel Arteta now coaching 200 matches in his career. All have been with Arsenal so far, and I've seen stats talking about in the first 200 uh, matches, he's won more games than Arsene Wenger and George Graham did, okay? Now, I want to stop this propaganda right now because you know what the difference is between Arteta, George Graham, and Arsene Wenger? And Arsene Wenger's first full season at Arsenal, he won the damn league. And George Graham, he joined the team 86 87 season. By the 88 89 season, we and Anfield wiping Liverpool out for the league title. While Arteta in 200 league matches, or 200 matches overall for Arsenal, he's choked the top four race and choked the title. So don't compare him to all-time great coaches who actually got results ASAP and didn't have the money that you've been spending on to get the players that they need. Because guys, now I'm looking at Arteta like, hey man, we should have just kept Arsene Wenger and let him spend the money because... I don't want no – he won his FA Cup using the same tactics Arsene Wenger did to win his last FA Cup. And ever since then, he's come to Arsenal and just copied Pep. Even now, there was a match a couple weeks ago against Sevilla in the Champions League. Martinelli's like, oh, yeah, Arteta told us to play more direct. And then they were going crazy that game, Saka and Martinelli. Yeah, cause oh, Arteta's like oh, Pep has Doku playing direct. Oh, I gotta play direct. So I'm tired of this Pep clone Arteta uh, salute. I guess the 200 wins. I can't get rid of you, but yeah, you're a geeker, man. I'm sorry, Ephraim. What do you got to say, man? Am I tweaking for hating on Arteta still, or oh, do yeah. I have some? Do I have some validity? You got
2: some, but you got, it, dep- it also depends on how they were framing the article or framing the, the praise. I mean, if they're just strictly basing it off wins, then, I mean, obviously that's a fact. He has, you know, he's he's done that well, right? But he, if he hasn't, if they're trying to wax, you know, lyrical about him, you know, because of his, his wins and he's trying to hype up his FA Cup or something, then it's like, eh, nah, not really. He, the FA Cup, cool. Let's win a league or something. So, I don't know. I, I, I think there's some validity, but yeah, you might be going a little too hard on them, though.
0: Hey, okay, man, you can't compare. I get it. You can't, but you can't compare him to coaches that actually oh, win not. things fast, man. I don't want to yeah. hear about 200 matches when niggas was winning the league in their first 50 games as the coach. Yeah,
2: no, you're right. Give you I
0: can be that. Like George Graham, a lot of people, we know Arson Wenger, but George Graham with Arsenal, He won two league titles, 89 and 91. And in that 1991 season, we only had one loss. We almost went undefeated that year. If Tony Adams, our captain, didn't have to go to jail, maybe we would have went undefeated. But that's another story for another day. George Graham also won an FA Cup, two League Cups, Community Shield, and also Arsenal's last European silverware the European Cup Winners' Cup. Of course, Arsene Wenger, three league titles, seven FA Cups, which is a record. Anthony, you gave me this clone. What do you think about Arteta so far? And am I tripping?
1: Yeah, man. I think you should appreciate what you got. Um, I liked how he came in and changed all his culture around, you know, from Aubameyang and all that, Lacazette. <laughs> Uh, people like gwnduzzi being on being there at first it, it looked like man he's just trying to you know what I call the bright idea gang. He got rid you know, of the French,
0: got rid of the French speakers Anthony <laughs> the <laughs> yeah.
1: French see, there was a, you we eventually see there was a method to it you know <laughs> I don't know if it was strictly because it was speaking it was the French speakers but he wanted to establish a certain culture and uh he did man and y'all even though y'all not you know taking over the league right now y'all are part of the shift in the league the reason why the league is changing as well as because of Liverpool so you know other teams needed to compete with city being here and it it took a it, it took a clone to do it and he's he's doing a good job man just imagine if your your owners really put money like behind them and as they do in other sports it'd be nice so i think you should appreciate it you'll see y'all, y'all gonna win hey, something
0: man they gave him a hundred million dollars for declan rice he gets all the money he wants he's not like arson wenger that had to make chicken salad with chicken shit that nigga gets a lot of money mm-hmm. and all we and get now he,
1: knows, ha- now, now he knows now he knows Havertz can play left back man you know he's he's seeing new things exactly man. look at he's that
0: 65 million up. for kai Havertz, stupid nigga man and marcus am i supposed <laughs> to like this foolishness
3: Hey, bro. Hey, bro. He had a nice ass office when I went, when I did that op to him, bro. I ain't gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> that nigga had a whole office, had a whole, like, two boards. I was like, God damn. But hey, man, Um, I think you gotta just go ahead and appreciate it, bro, because look at the market, bro. Do you want the Twitch code? Do you want Eric Ten Hall to tell niggas they want haircuts? They can't, or they don't get on the pitch. Like I'm confused, bro. You got you. You might just gotta take what's out there. I mean, I know you, you used to love Mr. FA Cup winner at the end of his rope. What was it? He used to always get like Europa League and the FA Cup. I mean, but maybe our want to get that that that, that uh the title, bro. You never know.
0: I saw what he did last year. The nigga was playing Rob Holden, and choked the league title playing Rob Holden. Just because he's right-footed. Then he said, oh, Kioar, you're good. Oh, let me play you next to Gabrielle. And it worked. And then everybody's like, you dumbass. We could have told you Rob Holden's a geeker. I haven't even seen that boy this year. But hey. Hey,
3: hey is the dude that got hurt, the one that we, the Netherlands dude, uh, is, is he, he ever going to come younger? back? Is he going to come back during this season?
0: Yeah, well, they're saying maybe March, April, but it's hey. Summer. The end of the season. He can't put him in that pressure cooker. Out of so hey, Arteta, he's one manager of the month <laughs> like five, six times, if you care about that. Uh this is his first time in the Champions League, and we are leading our group, so that's cool. But hey, we had an easy group. We we're supposed to lead this. In our group, we have PSV, Lens, and Sevilla. Arsenal has nine points right now, PSV is second with, fifth, with five, and then Lenz has five, so hey, at least he's doing a good job in the Champions League, I can give him props for that, because his OG, Xavi was struggling in the Champions League for a few years, but it looks like they'll finally advance, you know, their uh, number one in their group, Porto, And Shakhtar Dinesk are second and tied with nine. So that's interesting. But overall, I think Arteta, he's not a bad manager. But maybe what you said, Marcus, I just got to look straight because he's the best we can do right now. But I prefer, hey, man, I want to go back to the soul of football, man. Shout out to Arsene Wenger. He always brought that creativity, that free-flowing, open, attacking football. Now we play this pragmatic choreographed spot football and it's not fun to watch we are supposed to be arsenal free flowing even back in the days when we were under george graham and it was that defensive counter attacking one nil to the arsenal that was more fun than watching soccer try to beat a double team then they flip it to the other flank martinelli try to beat a double team and then we got the striker that can't shoot and then we got the left back that can't defend hey man I don't know, man. Arteta, hey, you lucky we ain't got nobody around to take your job, man. I want you to get fired. But, you know, shout out to the Cronkies. They look straight. They believe in your vision. You're selling dreams. So better get some silverware soon. But, hey, let's move on. Man United beat Everton 3-0 on the weekend. And the stars of the match, Ephraim, seem to be your young players. Kobe Manu, shout out to my boy Ghanian, You know Britt. Uh, he was born the same day as me, Tuesday. You know, shout out to our tribe, man. I'm Kobe too. If you here, you didn't know that. You like guys learned something about me. In some hoods, they can call me Kobe, but it's short for Kwabna. But anywho, Ephraim, how did you feel about Kobe Manu's debut? Of course, Garnacho's spectacular bicycle kick and you know, the looks of now you have these two young players that you can potentially build around.
2: Yeah, uh, I think we, you know, we started to see some of that uh, in the preseason. Unfortunately, got hurt against Real Madrid in the, one of the preseason games. Where, you know, he showed off pretty decently against, uh, against Arsenal, uh, against you guys in the preseason up in New York. And then, you know, he got hurt, but we had to wait came into this game, hostile environment, if you call it what you will, yeah, it was Everton. At the same time, it's it's usually a pretty decent game to watch. So, uh, um, looked smooth, uh, only played like 71 minutes, Um, looked really confident, loved his, uh, you know, loved how smart he looked on the ball, Uh, how he always looked for space, played that number six role pretty well, Uh, made made a couple good blocks saved the goal line um you know uh cleared the ball off the goal line um dove in for a couple of times for a couple of blocks and 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 uh you know for a couple of tackles but yeah he, he played well um Garnatio obviously stole the show with his goal um Garnatio's gonna have to work on some things I I, I I like him I like what I see from him I like I think he should start continue to start uh I know it's gonna be uh hard for Rashford maybe Matt Rashford goes on the right hand side. Um, and they try something like that where they interchange inter, uh, every game or during the game. Um, but, yeah, he's going to have to learn how to maybe pass a little more. Um, you know, he I think he's starting to learn a lot more about coming back on defense. I'm not saying he's one of the better wingers uh, to defend, but uh, uh, I think he's starting to learn some of that uh, a lot more now. But, yeah, man, I think the future could be bright. Yeah, We'll see. Um, also, we do have some injuries as well, so I think that's one of the reasons why Kobe Manu. Uh, uh, you know, got some shine today, you know, Sunday as well. But you know, uh, yeah, I, I like him. I think he's gonna be great. Um, be interesting to see if he plays tomorrow against Galatasaray. Uh, Lord knows we need uh, <laughs> all the help we can get uh, for this group. So um, I don't know, man. I I, I I like what I'm seeing, and and uh, yeah, you know, he's only 18, so that means a long career if, if it all goes well.
0: Hey, man, being a Red Devils fan and saying Lord knows is hilarious, but (laughs) I agree with you. I think Kobe Manu is a nice building block if he can continue to improve. We already know how expensive and valuable build-up players are now that every team wants to play out from the back. So if you can have a foundational player that is, you know, homebred from your academy, and he's a local guy from Stockport, just around the corner that always resonates with fans you know shout out to Trent Alexander Arnold and his Adidas deal that commercial and promo they did for him showing his up in Liverpool and coming up through the academy now being one of the captains is a cool story so maybe, maybe. that can be my new my new the same way and I hey, think like, yeah go ahead sorry
2: yeah, no, you're good, man. I'm, I'm cutting you off, but I appreciate it. But, but look, I was just going to say it real quick. I think the, some of the stuff, like I ended up re-watching the games. I wanted to make sure that, you know, it wasn't just hype and it wasn't just everybody saying this, that, and the other about Kobe Manu. And 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 I wanted to watch some of his movies. Like I, I pretty exclusively watched him and like seeing his head turns, like the, the way he turns his head before he gets the ball, you know, the way he kind of moves his shoulders around to kind of you know throw you off of where you're going go to go you know so he won't tackle him so he can make, create space for himself so i mean for an 18 year old player to to do stuff like he's doing like you see these technical players doing all over the league that been that, you know that are that are superstars i'm not saying and, and i know it's obviously it's only one game and and we can't get us so hyped about it but when you see something like that you know that you know, a young player like that playing that smart um i mean it's hard to say that he won't continue to, 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 you know, be on the upswing and and you look, we already got Garrett Southgate talking about him. You got England talking about trying to make sure he doesn't go to Ghana, which as you said in the chat, like it probably wasn't going to happen anyway. He's probably going to be, you know, stay with England for the most part. Yeah. I can Um, get
0: it done in football manager. They're not willing to pay the bribes, man. Uh, No doubt. But yeah, man. So, so like
2: just, just seeing some of the off the ball stuff that he does and, and the way he gets rid of the ball, you know, he puts himself in danger, in harm's way to, to make tackles and 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 save, go, uh, you know, goals, you know, save uh, the ball from going to the goal line. I don't know, man. It, it just says something about like how you know. I don't know. There's hope for this young talent, you know, especially in the uh, the Manchester United academy. So.
0: Let me ask you this, if you don't mind, Ephraim. with earlier in this season, we know that. Uh, Eric Ten Hag was trying to figure out a way to play Garnacho more, so he used him on the left and Rashford in the nine position. Obviously, Rashford isn't a nine. He doesn't have the movement or the understanding to play centrally, so he struggled. If you're Ten Hag, do you try that experiment again, or do you just completely bench Rashford for Garnacho?
2: I don't know if I bench Rashford front Garnacho necessarily what I would probably want to do. And I know neither one of these guys want to do it. I would probably start Rashford on the right and Garnacho on the left, kind of like they did in this match Mm. and then let them interchange throughout the match and just try and and try different stuff. And I think what both of them need to learn how to do um, is learn how to pass earlier. uh, I think sometimes I'm not saying all the time, because Rashford definitely hit the low for that cross to Garnacho for that goal. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they don't know how to pass early, but I think in, in a lot more situations, if you see, watch Rashford going up to, you know, going up the right or the left, he likes to take on two defenders a lot instead of trying to look for somebody to, op- you know, open to pass to. Like watching that game again, I'm, I'm looking at different, you know, players coming into the third, final third, and it's like, all right, Rashford, go ahead and pass it to him right now. All right, no, he wants to take on two guys and get the ball taken away from him. So, you know, some things like that, they need to learn how to do more and they can make some movements, you know, they they can find out ways to be creative in the box or in the final third to, to get their goals or get their assists uh, to be in goal contributions. So uh, that's kind of how I would see it for right now. I think Garnacho deserves to start more because um, I, I was on the, on the, he's only a bit part player for the most part last season. You know, he's good for coming off the bench for like the last 30, 20, 30 minutes, you know, when the uh, the other team is kind of tired. Um, but now I think he's starting to earn his way into to being a starter and I will I will continue to put Rashford up there as well because he's still dangerous as far as like making runs. I'm not saying he's not scoring goals, obviously, but you see he's still a threat making runs. And so um I will keep him up there for now and bench Anthony, honestly. Okay. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Anthony's been a flop for the most part. So let's I, like I, I call it what it is, right? I'm not gonna, you know, sugarcoat it because he's on my on my team. he, he hasn't been you know, yeah. So I'm not playing Anthony that much. I'm playing him maybe like I was playing Garnacho last year, coming off the bench.
0: What about the ghost of Jaden Sancho? Where is he at?
2: Oh man, I, I don't know. It's like a lot of rumors. I I don't want to get into it. There's so many rumors swirling around about like him having to apologize and Jim, Sir Jim still wanting him if he comes when he comes on board. Uh, you know, to take over part of the team, and you know, he wants him and Tin hog to to kiss and make up basically, and. I don't know, man. So it's a whole bunch of bullshit going on with that. I I'm I just want this shit to be over with. Whether he gets sold, they reconcile, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just something needs to happen so we can get so we can kind of get back onto the to the on the pitch matters. I think we're starting to turn somewhat of a corner. I don't want to get too hyped up. We still need to beat big teams. Newcastle will be a big challenge for us this weekend, um, especially after they got that bullshit uh, penalty against them today. Um, <laughs> I mean that was some bullshit, but. Whatever. Um. So yeah, we and we got Liverpool in a couple weeks, we got Chelsea in, in in a few weeks after. You know, so we got some big games to come up to, to really test our metal, and that's what we need to really focus on. We got to win tomorrow, and then re- refocus up for Newcastle away again, and then uh, go to Anfield and, and and try to redeem from that from that touchdown loss we had last
0: year. So, for sure. Now, hey, you mentioned it. Let's get right to it. Champions League is back. And the most controversial result today is PSG won, Newcastle won in the 98th minute, (laughs) PSG gets a penalty or 97th minute, and you know, Mbappe scores it in the 98th minute. Uh Newcastle controlled most of this match defensively. Um, even though they only had 27% possession. It was similar to Liverpool's tactic where, like Marcus mentioned, you the fullback tries to funnel the wide player to the center back so that the inside forward runs to try to shoot on your strong foot gets nullified, and that worked a lot for Newcastle. Um, I got to salute the homies in midfield also. um their young brother Miley, uh, Lewis Miley and Joe Linton uh on the flanks. Trippier and Livermento were doing well. I don't I don't understand why Luis Enrique tries to stay with this four three three when they don't have the players for it. You bought all these attackers and wingers, and then you got Lee Kenyon playing in midfield. He's a winger, yeah. bro.
2: Yeah,
3: no, it right. was weird. No
0: and then speaking of that, you have <laughs> Danilo Pereira. My man is a career DM. Now you got him at center back. And back, yeah. it's just y'all just trying to cram things in your team. And I don't understand why. I think when you, especially when you look at it, yeah, Newcastle probably, they, yeah, it was a robbery because <laughs> Newcastle were getting beat up by PSG. They were <laughs> PSG. They had had like shots that had had yellow cards. They were going
2: crazy. I mean they had 31 shots. I mean, only seven were on goal. Yeah, a lot of huff shots. It was a lot of BS shots. I mean, they 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 missed a lot of chances too, let's be honest. Yeah. Both made made a couple good saves. I'll give him that. But also, like there was some like, especially at the back end of the game, before they they tied it with that crap penalty, they got, got called on them. Um <laughs> I mean it did. I think uh uh belle almost missed one, uh well pretty much missed one. Yeah, man. I think uh defender got his foot in there or something. That what's that guy's name on the on the left wing, uh bacolo I can't remember. I'm oh, yeah, when he
0: came in, yeah, Barcola.
2: Yeah, man. He he missed a few shots. Like uh what's his name? Took took like long range, stupid shots uh when he came oh, in. Oh, um, oh no, you're talking about Essencio. Yeah, Asensio, he's taking long <laughs> top shots. Like, come on, bro, what are you doing? Like so, stuff like that. They was just shooting themselves in the foot. Then it just got lucky with a with. A, I'm sorry, that was that was a bad, call. That was a as much as I don't like Newcastle and I I want them to, to, to bow out to Got to give it where it's due, right? Th- th- that was a bullshit. That 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 handball was not handball. It hit what was the uh, the left the left back? I forgot his name. Oh, Mento. Well yeah, he been playing real well for them. Yeah. Um, uh But yeah, it hit his hand. He couldn't do anything about it. But they called a penalty.
0: Yeah. So. You know Bobby's going to convert that. Yeah, for sure. And then, uh, you know, another result, Barcelona 2, Porto 1. Both Giles scored. Cancelo scored in the 32nd minute. Felix scored in the 57th. But there's already reports that Barca doesn't want to pay for Giles Felix. Does this guy have one of the weirdest careers you've ever seen? I mean, this brother was... One of the most prized wonder kids of the last ten years. Moves to Atletico Madrid for over a hundred million. Doesn't work out. Goes on loan at Chelsea. Doesn't work out. Now he's on loan at Barça. And look like they don't want him either. What do y'all think about this?
2: I don't know. Is it is it an attitude thing? Is it is it something that
0: we don't know uh, in the dressing room in the back room? Nah, I think people like him, but it's just yeah. the end product isn't enough to justify the fee.
2: Maybe he needs to find a new role or something. Maybe maybe where the role he's playing is is what that is. I don't know. I I don't know. I I've never had a problem with him as a player. I always thought he was a really solid player. Um. I, shit, we was linked with him for half a second. I would have been happy to get him on shore with his technical ability. He would have been fit right in pretty, you know, with with uh, how 10 hog wants to play, but yeah, I don't know, man. I, I thought it was going to work out for him at Chelsea. I thought he was going to stay there for a minute.
0: Yeah, yeah. Arsenal was also linked with him during the January transfer window, but they seem to have preferred Troussard and I think overall was a good pickup. Uh, Marcus, what do you think about Jao Felix, man? Uh, in La Liga so far this year, he has 11 appearances, one goal, two assists.
3: It's cooked. He it went to Atletico and they cooked you. You lost the goals. If you would have came to Liverpool, if you would have went to any other team that wanted you when you was hot, you probably would be like Bruno, flopping in the Premier League. I mean, not literally, but like flopping for calls, getting more goals than one. I mean, he just don't he don't fit the price tag number. Chelsea tried it, and like he just was too expensive. So like he kind of cooked. How old is he?
0: He is twenty four. Oh he just God. turned 24 two weeks ago. He, <laughs> he literally might. just turned 24. Still a youngster.
3: He might and need to go find a low team and just, just shine.
0: But he's just a designer player. Oh, it's over for that. Oh, I mean, nah, man. Look at Maratta. Maratta played for Atletico, Chelsea, Real Madrid, Juve. <laughs> that brother did... He doesn't play for when you have certain uh profile and attributes, you only play for designer clubs, even when you're frustrated. Was a,
3: he was a money smuggler. We all know that.
0: I mean, isn't Jao Felix from from <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why from Benfica to Atletico to Chelsea. Now you had Barcelona, broke FC. I'll
3: still <laughs> wonder how they got that shit over the over the line, bro, because his contract was expensive.
0: Yeah, but, hey, in the Champions League, he is far and better. He has three goals oh, and one assist PSG, in five bro. matches. PSG. Have been Ooh, that might be league. it. Hey,
2: you know what, Marcus, you might be on to something. That might be, like, no joke. That might be the, the type of team that would work for him, honestly. Yeah, honestly, I, I feel you on that one.
0: Yeah, I, I hear that. I mean, if Luis Enrique is willing to play 4-2-3-1 and – emphasize a number 10, then yeah, that could be Jao Felix because even Asensio was balling there, so in that role, but he's went away from it. Well actually Asensio was playing false nine. My bad <laughs> I was disgusted because Mbappe didn't want to be striker. They had Asensio playing false nine, but hey uh Anthony, what do you think about Jao Felix and overall wonder kids that make that jump to big teams? and maybe the style of play doesn't fit and it hinders their development.
1: It sucks, but with a little humility, I think he could get back on his feet, and uh, it looked like he had a good good game today in Barcelona, um, Champions League match. So um, maybe it's us who needs to manage our expectations of him, and then we'll see. Man, he's actually a good player, you know? Or he just needs to pack it up and go play for Sevilla and look straight.
0: Well, you want him to double down on Haram tactics?
1: I mean, if again, if he has to lose that uh Wonder Kid status, Phenom status, you might as well lose it and just go play some Haram ball somewhere. Or double back and go back to Atletico, man. It looks that's where he messed up. He went there. And that's what geeked him. He shouldn't have went to Atletico Madrid.
0: Yeah, they had and the that, money though.
2: Yeah, I agree. Really? That, wasn't, that wasn't the style of football he needed to play. He needed to play a different style of football.
1: And yeah.
2: I I think you're right, Anthony. That, that was a bad move for him at the end, of the end of the day.
1: Yeah, so with that, he can't double back. He just got to progress and it looks like he's well, for right now, he's having fun at Barcelona, so we'll see. He's where he wants to be at and We'll see what he can do. But I don't think Atletico Madrid was, that's where he messed up initially. Hey, he's 24.
2: He he got, you know, I know there's only a certain amount of time in in football that, you know, or any sport that you really hit your prime, but he's only 24.
1: Man, speaking of, I got a question. Somebody's name came on my mind over the weekend when all this Man United talk was going on. And I was like, man, what happened to Mason Mount? Where's that kid at? He's oh, okay.
2: Yeah, he, right. he's not. He hasn't really been healthy the whole season, honestly. Yeah, so yeah, he's burnt. All right,
1: all right. He Chelsea might be. Yeah, he be be might be.
2: He might be. Yeah, He might be. Because they, they look. Let's be honest. We are seeing a lot of injuries this season. Yeah. A lot of people. It's been a lot of football. I know, uh, Anthony. You've been talking about it a lot. Like it's been. It's been a lot of uh, a lot of injuries. A lot of football being played over the last few years. And so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I he might I be
1: just. i just hurt his ankles, sort of, I guess, in his international match. And then a couple of days later, he's playing against Liverpool and the Champions League match. It's crazy. He's right. Yeah, he scored. Like, in
2: Wernana, the yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Renata got hurt. Ahoylan uh, got hurt. Both of them now are healthy all of a sudden.
0: So, hey, yeah, man, it's just a lot of shit. Mm. I think uh, with Jao Felix, the biggest thing that he suffered from is that He's really a number 10, but niggas don't use number 10s anymore. But I thought Atletico would work because, hey, they play a two-striker system. So you can be the second striker, similar to what Antoine Griezmann was. And, hey, Atletico does have a recent history of developing strikers from El Nino to Forlan to what's my man's name? Who was the striker they had before... uh, why am I drawing Diego Costa so they've had strikers but even now Alvaro Morata's reborn man my man has seven goals this season so but obviously it didn't work out and now I think like you said maybe going to a team like PSG where you can walk through the league and then only have to focus on Uh, Champions League maybe that would be good but I think he needs consistent bump he's like one of those players that you have to keep him on form keep him on that tight shift because it seems like yeah he loses a lot of focus and finishing his composure isn't up to par but he is a talented player he's one of the aesthetic kings that hey the way he plays and moves on the pitch is amazing but The end product doesn't back it up, so it's all good, though. Uh, Let's talk about one of his former teams real quick. Unfortunately, Cletus is busy with work, so not able to join us tonight. But after, you know, compared to this point of the season last year, Chelsea is worse off. After 13 games last year, they were seventh place with 21 points. Now in the league, this year, after 13 matches, they're 10th place with 16 points. They've had a lot of injuries, but they've had some good results. They had a draw against City, Arsenal, and Liverpool. So what do you guys think about their slow start so far this season? I don't know. It seems kind of telling that they get up for the bigger
2: teams, but they kind of let their their uh, you know focus kind of wane a little bit for some of these other teams so I, I don't know I they have an abundance of talent obviously I, I don't know what it's going to take for them to kind of find their their rhythm you know with all the talk about you know teams like United struggling and this that, and the other but my god it's Chelsea I don't know do they have a style of play I mean I guess they do possess the ball a lot but you know what's their identity beyond that you know uh so i don't know i i i just, I just think they need to find some a way to, to to get into whatever kind of style they need to get into and find the you know what all that talent they have just find the ones that's going to step up every week cuz
0: uh right now it just doesn't seem to be working for sure for sure now marcus christopher and Cuckoo's return is around the corner do you think having this type of player will enhance their attack? Or do you think they have more issues than that to worry about?
3: I, I wish Clay was here because he probably would be mad, but um it's grandpa. Until they get another center back instead of until they get rid of Cuckoo, Cucarella, I um it wouldn't matter if um the cuckoo back or not. Because Sterling is on this year, okay? I don't know what somebody told that boy. Did he get a new baby? That boy is on. But other than that, I don't really see much bright spots. Cole Palmer, he cool. We get like a rare performance from Enzo. Um, Casado, you. I'm happy we didn't spend that bread on you. Avia, I've never seen you play for Chelsea. So. They got too many people on the roster again, and not the right people. Because like, where's that Axel dude? Like, did they did they sell to Moray to Milan?
0: Yeah.
3: Okay, I was about to say because like, why the fuck did you not bring back to Moray? Like, um, yeah, I think that until they get their back line fixed, they ain't they not gonna be worth shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree with that. Uh
0: molasses man tiago silva oh man what a beautiful mistake he had but yeah if you're depending on a 38 39 year old i also saw that that weekend he became the oldest outfield player in chelsea's history so they've never played a nigga this old and burnt (laughs) but hey but he's their best center back still uh anthony what do you think that means to chelsea's recruitment that They're signing all these wonder kids at every position, but their best center back is still a senior citizen.
1: Man, that whole development is kind of weird over there. And they're very clogged with all their positions. So, I mean, yeah, Tiago Silva's still balling. He has to play. And if not, that's on them that they overloaded in, in so many positions. And, I don't know, man, like I, <laughs> that's something like you said, city, we have depth, but we don't have that clogged uh, problem. And if anything, it's where it's like at Doku and Grealish position, you know, what I'm saying like the overload and that's kind of good, but it's nothing like what Chelsea has. And um, I think that's just a part of them in their transition from um, Abramovich or however you say his name over to Boley and all that, all that stuff. They didn't have faith in their players at all, whoever they had, and so they just collected all the chips, you know. And they're like, "Hey, here, we got it." And now, dang, the people we actually got still okay. We just needed a manager to make stuff work and whatever. So, um, I just—it's a cluster, it's a cluster and they just—they—they they gonna have to solve it themselves. Yeah,
0: I hear you on that. I wish Claydus was here. But, hey, man, it's always a good time to cook Chelsea. Shout out to Pochettino. It looks like he's losing confidence by the day. That's always beautiful to see. But, hey, I've got a quick question. I You know, I forgot to ask you about this. Anthony, you know, you guys seem to be rotating between the 4-2-3-1 and the 3-2-4-1 uh, with John Stones hurt kanji has been playing that double pivot role, you know, pushing up to play in that double pivot and then stepping back to play in that back four if necessary. How do you feel about Akanji's, you know, role in that system compared to what John Stones gives you?
1: I love what Akanji does. He's versatile. Um, I want to say he's almost similar to John Stones just uh, he's more mobile, he's a little smaller in size. Um, and John Stones will pro- provides more of that center back, I guess, uh, width or whatever. Um, but well,
0: remember yeah. the drip, the dribbling. Sorry, Anthony, but I was just, saying yeah, real quick, remember the dribbling masterclass John Stones had in that Champions League final? Hey, that, man, yeah, and in. so.
1: We- <laughs> Exactly, and so with Johnstone's size, I think he, he's more patient on the ball, so he his dribbling skills are up there because he was naturally slower, and Pep, he's had more time with Pep, so that has helped him uh develop. So Akanji, how he's had to fill in, like I saw Pep say, like, yo, he can play left back, he can play center back, he can play uh double pivot, like, this is a great signing that we had. He just said this past weekend, and so um is the fact that, we have somebody that can do the new John Stones role already without John. When John Stones is hurt, is amazing, and um, he was he did well against Liverpool. Um, I wasn't able to watch the the Champions League match today, busy with work and stuff. So, uh, I'm not a I'm not aware on how he was, if he played that position today. but yeah. he can handle himself. He makes he makes good decisions, and even even in the champions league, Matt, the final, um, he wasn't playing that John stones role, but if you watch the highlights of the, the goal that won the game, it's actually a Kanji making a pass forward. Like he's playing center back and he's, he made a run with the ball and try to lay it off to Bernardo. He's a part of that highlight. So he's forever cemented in cities like history, in a sense, even though the, that wasn't the assist, it was his thought of, Oh, let me try something. So I like him, And, um, somebody you know me I when I play I'm more on the defensive end you know fullback type stuff so I like when I see a defender can get jiggy busy up the field make a pass a pivotal pass for an attacker to score you know so and just maintain uh the possession like it's it's cool to see he's really a field general out there um uh don't want to say bernardo esque but he can he can hold the rock um he made a mistake. I saw a highlight. He made a mistake today, but whatever, man. Looks straight. That's it. I dig it.
0: I dig it. Now, I did have another topic about Leroy Sane, but we can push that to next week because we definitely need Claytis for that. He's been talking about his resurgence all season. So I think it's solely right to wait for Clay for that. But, you know, if you guys aren't aware out there, Leroy Sané is back to his peak form. He is averaging 4.1 dribbles per game, which is the highest total in Europe, only behind Jeremy Doku's averaging 4.3 dribbles per game. And in the Bundesliga, he has eight goals and six assists in 12 appearances. In the Champions League, he has a goal and assist in four appearances. So, yeah, Leroy Sane's back to his best. He's been amazing. And speaking of Doku, even Pep mentioned, hey, we haven't had a player explosive and as exciting as a dribbler and a playmaker like this since Leroy Sané left. So, shout out to Sané convincing his girl to move to Germany and get his form back. We'll break it down even more next week when Clay's around, but Marcus, you got to let people know, man, it's hot right now in the MLS semifinal season. The playoffs are in motion. What do you got for us, man? What's going on at the hottest level of American soccer? <laughs>
3: second, and I had Donna uh, took a nap because uh y'all talking about the Champions League shit.
0: <laughs> no, <bro. laughs> that wasn't in your database? Okay. I don't know nothing about that, bro. Uh, come on, man. You've seen your team playing two Champions League finals in recent memory. You guys won 1A. The last time my team was in the Champions League before this year, I had a hairline. It was crispy, too. Hey, bro. All I know is when you watch your team play
3: on days like today and tomorrow your song is champions my shit don't even got lyrics okay I gotta get the CBS app to watch hey, my shit
0: bro. come on man that you don't like that melody oh come man. on man
3: hey man but well, we gonna go ahead and get up in the MLS minute man. like you said man we we was out we went a break Damn, they gave a break. And we had missed the semifinals, so I'm gonna catch you up real quick. We're gonna ring them up. Houston got uh sporting can- Oh shit, up, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before that, let's just run through the semifinals because this weekend, sorry about that. This weekend is the conference mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we on one game for no most, no more three games, okay? We single elimination from here on now, okay? And um we had the on the west side. We had Houston versus Sporting Kansas City. All these games, pretty much, it was like they was real tight. Win a lot of goals. Only one match had multiple goals. Um, the Houston versus thing on Sporting KC, hey, goal by the ATL legend, aka Mister Playoff, Mister Escobar, got that thing on the header. Houston got away with a handball, When I saw the replay.
1: bro had his whole hand
3: out, like. It, his, it like he like you could have put his other arm on his armpit, the one by his side, that type of flow. So but they got away with him. Spores and KC had a lot of tricking off on. They would they would play the ball in the box off the nice little cutback. But them boys had first had they first touch was on the level of Lukaku at, at Enter in the Champions League final. bro. It was ugly. <laughs> okay. So yeah, they got them about the way. Second match we got on the west side, we got LAFC and Seattle. And that boy, the golden boat, boot winner. Yeah. Yeah. That boy got that gold. He got them about it, the Um, so hold on, hold on. We're gonna make a quick, a quick, quick little, little stop to ring off the awards, cause the awards got dropped while we was gone also. The MVP is FC Cincinnati boy Lu, Luciano Acosta. man? that boy had 31 gold contributions, 17 goals, 14 assists. Our golden boot winner was Denise Bogan. I can't say it name. I can't. But that's who got the go Also, for LAFC, he was a gold boot winner with 20 goals. That would have been 21 if they counted that boy went off. Um... We had some other awards as well. My boy, uh, Armada, got the Young Player of the Year. Um, And also, I wish Clay was here because he could let me know if Matt is still a Chelsea player because Matt Mazzaga got Defender of the Year.
0: Oh. Hello? Yeah, you good, man. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah,
3: so um, Matt got Defender of the Year, and um, yeah, those are all awards this shit. Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, and uh, the Greek got Newcomer of the Year. I did not know bro was like 30-something years like 33 years old. He was over there, and uh, just got to see, getting, uh, getting busy, I guess. Um, so, yeah, man, Cincinnati versus Philly. This was a hot game because Cincinnati got the MVP, you know what I mean? And um, them boys got that goal. Who was that? Who got that? Was it Vasquez? I think it was Vasquez got that goal. And then that next match was Columbus versus Orlando. Orlando was un- was they 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 were not set up correctly. They got cooked by Columbus Tuesday. So the conference finals this Saturday we got them at six pm and nine thirty on the west side. is L A F C versus Houston. And then we got Cincinnati versus Columbus on that east side. Bro. Check us out next week. We're gonna be ready for the MLS Cup on the 9th of December. Till next time, you
0: What are your favorite? Who do you think are the favorites to win the MLS Cup? So you know, based on the teams that are left. Hey, Brad. You wanna put push- some. Since since
3: on the road, I wanted to tell my twin and live in since you might as well buy you a, a Costa jersey because it's gonna be a lead celebration.
0: Oh man!
3: I, I mean, because LALC, it took them late. They they got that goal very very late, and um yeah. Outside of it, they didn't really have a lot of these teams not really making chances. I I mean, but I would say this: it's funny the stars are actually
0: stepping up on some of these teams. Hmm.
3: But yeah, go with
0: this, bro. Yeah, man. Up,
3: maybe Houston.
0: And you got to salute there, you know. FC Cincinnati's Luciano Acosta named the 2023 Landon Donovan MLS MVP. Hey, man. Yeah,
3: bro. They named yeah, it after
0: bro. Landon Donovan. Bro,
3: come on, bro. He's MLS the Michael Legend. Jordan
0: of the MLS. Yeah, bro.
3: He was doing his thing, bro. Dropping, Dropping like 15 to 20 goals every year.
0: Uh, Oh, yeah, that when he got ran out of Germany, he did have to come back early while, like, Clint Dempsey could ball in Europe, yeah. Yeah,
3: but think about it. He went to a team where he was getting set up by by some legendary folks. Uh,
0: (laughs) The American Galacticos. Uh, That's crazy. Landon Donovan, the face of the MLS, I guess. Shout-out to him, though. Shout-out to the MLS. It is going to be real fun, and I'm with you. I think Cincinnati is going to win. Yeah, they they got the depth. They have the talent. And I want to salute your man, Tiago Almada, because he was in the MVP race. So, what do you think about him? Is he out of here to Europe, or y'all can hold him down for another year? Uh, Honestly, this summer, is
3: it? Hold on, hold on, hold on. When is the next... What is the next competition in South America?
0: Copa America next year.
3: Yeah, we could keep him during January, but during this summer, it might be a bit. Mm. Because Brett, for him to get 14 assists, it's too next for a young dude like that.
0: Yeah, and you know he's going on. He turns 23 next year, so it's like, yeah, this is the time to probably go to Europe now.
3: But he's not. The only problem is like it's gonna be on the McAllister
0: flow. He's not big. <laughs> he should be on the wing, though, don't you think? Ooh, no, sir. Oh, <laughs> he's playing
3: a position. He plays the positions that, that is dead.
0: Then Uh okay. I, mean, I know he's a number ten. But that's what I'm saying. The number tens have had to move to the wings.
3: Boy, that boy, um, that boy get pushed around on the. Wing, right? <laughs> uh...
0: All right. Now I hear you. All right. We at the end of the show, guys. It's time for our superlatives. And I'll set it off. My champagne move of the week is Tiago Silva being stuck in the mud, man. That brother was trying to drive in sand and he, he got lost in traffic. Joe Linton said, oh, wow, this ball's just there for me. And he took it and scored so, shout out to Tiago Silva. Man, man, man was huffing and puffing to get that ball out of there, and he couldn't do it. Marcus, what's your champagne move of the week? I mean,
3: I, you know I'm going to give the run by Ryan. But you know what? Fuck it. I give it to him. Ake, you caught us slipping. Your little whoop-whoop shit When my guys asleep, sleep, I give you that.
0: <laughs> Anthony you got a champagne move of the week
1: yeah man first I want to thank Marcus for showing appreciation to Aki Mr. Pivotal for taking care of that but um, I'm not going to be so nice I have seven moves Whoa. that are my champagne and it's each of the times Trent Alexander arnold got dribbled past hey, so yeah dangerous
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> what's your champagne move of the week
2: <laughs> oh man uh, I got two I'm gonna give it to uh, Fili- uh not Jao Felix Jao Cancelo for his his move to get his uh, goal for that uh, equalizer against Porto today and then I'm gonna give it to uh, Kobe Maynou for uh, stepping up and looking very professional I'm gonna give him his props for that one game right now
0: yeah, there you go, way to you know temper expectations. I, I dig that. You know, let him progress naturally instead of putting all that pressure on them, which is what us Ghanians love to do. That's why they started that propaganda e about. Oh man, Ghana trying to call him up already. Please, he don't want y'all. Sorry, Marcus. What's your champagne goal of the week? You know
3: what it is, bro. You can have seven dribbles but it only needed one goal, and that boy did it in the prototypes. Three stripes, <laughs> where well, I sponsorship that.
1: Wow. <laughs> okay, okay.
0: <laughs> hey. Ephraim, what's your champagne goal of the week?
2: I mean, come on, there's only one goal that can be champagne goal of the week.
1: <laughs>
2: Andro Garnacho, third minute against Everton. Yeah goal
0: of the year probably oh lord i guess hey anthony is that your champagne goal of the week
1: it would have been but it's gonna have to get bumped down to honorable mention shout out to my man Cancelo. he's back baby cutting in on the right side Ooh. sending in a banger in the bottom right corner come on man i can't i can't hate on him man my guy's back so, wait 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 wait, hey, wait wait wait
2: wait! Hey, wait a minute, hold up, bro. How you gonna sit there and say that Garnacha was there, and then and then look, Concejos was sweet, but come on, bro. Like sit there and put that one in front of his man. Come on, bro. I'm
1: sorry, man. Let me let me be biased, man. Oh, he, I'm not. you know
2: why you doing it. Yeah, we know why. We know.
1: Why. Yeah, let me be biased. Yeah, it was a cool goal and all bicycle kick, yada yada yada. But I saw something online that was like, um. Marcus has is, Marcus is got uh, Benteke, I guess. He had one, too, for Liverpool. I was looking at Premier League bicycle kicks. I'm like, dang. Well, I don't know. People were like, yeah, nobody. said <laughs> been-
0: even Benteke's <laughs> big ass did it. Just got <laughs> that So I
2: mean, we can go on and on about who did one. Oh, well, more fridges
0: on. did it? Oh, yeah, that ain't my champagne goal of the week, too. My champagne goal of the week. Hey, I think, Ephraim, you helped me see the light. Shout out to Anthony, too, doing that research on bicycle kicks. Hey, my champagne goal of the week is more so about West Ham and that assist my boy Mohamed Kudus gave. Ooh, hey, I'm telling you, if you haven't seen it, go check it out, man. 91st minute, Thomas Suchek scores the winner. Go look at that assist, man. Just, just saying. Shout out. Yeah, to-
2: y'all will give Manchester United t- any kind of credit for anything. I
0: understand. I get it. I get it. Well, we give you credit. We give you credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all got a y'all got a lot of statues outside. I heard y'all have five statues outside of your stadium. Only Arsenal
1: has more statues. It was a beautiful goal. I'm not taking it in a way. It's just one of my favorite players scored. <laughs> I'm not about to give that. That I'm gonna give my body a bicycle kick to my man dribbling past people like, yeah, man, sometimes you got to give your body up and fall on your back for a goal. Wow, amazing. Awesome. Goalie should have stopped it. My man can say a little balled out. I'm excited for that. Ephraim, I'm sorry. Like, goodness gracious.
0: <laughs> Marcus, what's your champagne goal of the week?
3: I already said it's oh, my bad. We, I'm getting we shot a commer- hey, look, and the re- my reason he- we shot a commercial after that. <laughs> Come on, bro! My boy debuted his, debuted some shoes.
1: Yeah, I was actually like that.
2: and for that one, for that continuation, I give you that because that that's that's legit. If you if you that's lit, If, if you gonna shoot a commercial after a gold and yeah, I I, I can't, can't I can't knock that one.
0: well you respect it's how the like, propaganda was ready to go.
1: Yeah, I don't like that. That's like the messy <laughs> with the Adidas. That's Messi and Adidas having his ring photo ready. It's like, yo, I didn't know soccer was based off rings. And what is his Jordan photo doing? Yeah, or so Adidas forcing Zidane to talk to him. Yeah, see, when that Trent goal happened and then a the commercial dropped, I was like, all right, there is some payola going on here. I'm, but I, I don't know where. I don't want Whoa. to start a case and get people on my side locked up. But, you know. <laughs> something look fishy
0: <laughs> all right man who are you in the club with this
1: week anthony Shit. i'm in the club with garnacho man mr bicycle man we oh. we we in the club yeah yeah all been too,
0: two man and rooney i'm gonna i'm a call I'm scored like, a bicycle kick in the me. champions league final once and cristiano scored a bicycle kick against juventus in the champions league i was gangster too call the bicycle kick niggas bring Pele back they said he invented the bicycle kick man
1: man we're going to the bicycle bar that's where we're at
3: <laughs>
2: i
0: mean you gotta get everybody on for that did it in france in there too hey man i don't know if y'all are peeping this but anthony's been creating a lot of focused clubs man club denuncia <laughs> now now the bicycle bar hey man Hey right, man, I kind of want to go to that function today. Hey, <laughs>
1: yeah, that one's hot. They 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 get lit for real. The hey. bicycle bar, that joint's tight. But let
0: me they tell you, See this this how you know Anthony is a double agent, man. he's he's not old school. Because hey man, he didn't even. I'm bringing his I'm bringing his OGs to the club with me. Bell Lee Summerbee, they just got a statue outside Bay City, man. Let's bring them old niggas to the to the bar with me. And then we're going to also have, we're also going <laughs> to have, hey, I looked it up, guys. Do you know that Arsenal has the most statues out of any major team? They have six statues outside the house. So I'm bringing back some ghosts. Shout out mm-hmm. Ken Fryer. He's coming to the club. That brother was working at Arsenal since he was 12, and he just retired as Arsenal president 2020. You come to the club, grandpa. Horse on You got a statue. You got to pull up. Tony Adams, I already referenced you. You got to come to the club. Herbert Chapman, I'm bringing you back. Your ghost is with us. Dennis Bergkamp and Arsene Wenger, all, all the statue homies, pull up, man. But I also like clubs like Real Madrid, AC Milan, Inter Milan that have no statues because nothing is bigger than the club. But uh, Marcus, who you bring into the club with you, man? Try my hand at.
3: we're gonna bring King we're gonna bring Rashad McCan.
0: Did you say King TI son? Yes son? Oh Lord the homie that wants to be in the ghetto uh <laughs>
3: we're gonna bring Marcus well oh, no Marcus Rash he didn't get a goal
0: yeah they gave him a community service goal
3: he didn't stand um Rodri all my guys that held it down Finally, this week all my niggas that was getting doubted and they came through,
0: y'all. Welcome to the field, bro. Oh man, I dig it. I dig it. Ephraim, who are you bringing to the club with you? I'm gonna bring in my two young uh stars that
2: shine uh on Sunday, Garnacho and uh Maynard. I'm gonna pull them on up in here with me.
0: I dig it. Oh, yeah, you didn't want to shout out Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, he. He played a hot game a couple days ago, and they the ref called a penalty, and he tried to be a man of integrity and say, oh, no, ref, that wasn't a penalty. We good. And I was like, hey, nigga, why didn't you do this in the World Cup? When Salisu didn't foul you, but you flopped like a punk. (laughs) Anyway, that's another story for another day, man. I hope y'all had fun out here listening to us. We had fun making it. This is Champagne Soccer, the best podcast in the world dedicated to the beautiful game. Shout out to Claytis. Hopefully, you'll be able to join us next week. But before we disappear, Marcus, what we got to do? Till next time. Keep the pinkies up. Yeah.